Let's just hop right into power rankings. I'm number one, obviously. Clearly. Yeah, and um, we'll go Detroit Lions at number two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then I'm thinking maybe Quinn because he's really good at tanking. So like I gotta give him credit. Where credit. Yeah, he good manager, good strategy. Yeah. Then probably the rest of the teams at three through nine, and then at number ten is Chris. Chris is ten again, man. Every week. Yeah, he didn't even break 120 this week. Didn't break 120. Beat a scrub team that only scored 45 points. I mean, this guy, what a Mickey Mouse season this guy's had. You know? I know. Lowest in points against again because oh. oh. he rigs the schedule every year. I mean, he sent me that schedule and I was like, okay, if you want everyone on your ass about how you're rigging the schedule, serious. And fine. And he's like. You know, it's like, um, it's when you put, like, Madden on, like, rookie mode, and then you pick the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, that's what he's doing. And then doing. you play against the Carolina Panthers. Exactly. And you just do that every week, and you're like, I'm the best Madden player ever. Yeah, ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's like he's playing NCAA 14, making his custom schedule, but he doesn't like it when the schedule strength goes up. He wants it to be an F. He wants the schedule, strength of schedule to be an F. He puts all the FCS teams. Mm-hmm. So he just wants to go yep. undefeated. He, he's like, I want to play FCS West this week, FCS Northwest the next week. Mm-hmm. That'll, you know, he's like, oh, that'll give you more recruits or whatever. And then he, like, he schedules, like, a powerhouse, like, Vanderbilt football. Oh. He's like, oh, <laughs> this is my rivalry week. This is my <laughs> top team. Vanderbilt. This will be a good one. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ooh, I'll schedule John. That'll be, it's a rematch of the championship, everybody. Come on. Don't, don't, come on. Don't pretend, Chris. Don't pretend. We know what you're doing. You know I'm going to score 45 points against you, Chris. Mm-hmm. Rigged. Rigged. Absolutely rigged. Anyways, how about these Phillies, man? These Phillies, electric to watch. Is this a playoff baseball podcast? This is a baseball podcast. Um, as I predicted, the Phillies are running through the National League again. Yep, they are just whew, electric. And I really hope the Astros lose. Yeah, I picked Baltimore versus Philly in the World Series. So hopefully I can get half of that right. Baltimore opposite of Philly. Not electric at all. No, did not do well. No. But speaking of doing well... John, I'm going to give you the stage here. I've calmed down after my win. Mm -hmm. I'm not as angry this week. So I'm going to give you the stage. The Detroit Football Lions. Let's go. They're real. They're real. I mean, could not be more obvious. Like, what a win. What do you think? Your team. Yeah, we're... Can anyone beat them? I I don't know. I mean, we got... One of the easiest schedules left in the entire NFL, so that mm-hmm. that is going to help. Um, I, I'm feeling I'm feeling a buy. I'm feeling it coming. I mean, we're winning these games with with so many injuries. One of the most banged up teams in the NFL. Our defense mm-hmm. is injured. Gibbs has been out for a bit. Now Demo's going to be out. Like we are 
and we're still managing to win. We are. It is a next up culture, and that's that's awesome. Like I saw somewhere on the internet, someone said like the 49ers, they're the best team one through eleven, but Detroit twelve through fifty two, they're the best team in the NFL. And I agree with that. Our depth is crazy, crazy good. Well, you look at it; it's a good coaching staff. It's a uh, yeah. It's a good, uh, good GM. You've got the right guys in. I'm happy for you. You, uh, you deserve this. You've gone through years of pain, man. Yeah. And um, for the first time, I feel like I'm rooting for you, so I know my team sucks. Yeah, this is crazy. Usually, it's usually it's uh, the Packers who are up here, but the Lions. Are you don't root for me. You've never rooted for the Packers. Oh, you always I, still root against them. No, because they've won Super Bowls. They, they don't need uh-huh. my, they don't need my pity at this point. You know? Once the Lions have won 10 Super Bowls, and that'll be like 10 years from now, then uh, you won't have to give me 50 <laughs> 10 years from now when they win 10 Super Bowls? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What a franchise that'll be. What a run. Okay. John, power rankings. Um, I know you already kind of gave yours, so I guess I should just give 10 through 1 right now by myself. Yeah, yeah. That's, okay. that's the power. We just get the power rankings done in five minutes. Okay. All right. Here we go. Um, so I'm going to go. Um, I'll go Quinn at 10. And then um, uh, despite a solid week, Charlie's at nine. Um, yeah. Not not uh, not an extremely impressive week out of Charlie. He still lost. He's 0-6. That sucks. Um, Nick. Only scored 89 points. I can't really lift him up with that performance. So he's going to eight. Um, I'll put I'll put Alex at six or a seven. Sorry, Anthony at six, and uh, then I'll go you at five. Despite 45 points, which is I know ridiculous. That's really nice of you. Holy cow! Yeah, you're welcome. Um, you said five minutes. I got to go quick here. I can't think hurry, about this hurry, too much. Hurry. I'm going trying to go faster. Um, and then I'll put Tom at four. Bad week. Uh, three, I'll put um, myself. And then uh, two is Jack and one is still Chris. There we go. Power rankings in five was, seconds. Wow, that was really beautiful. And the mm-hmm. listeners are going to be happy. We didn't even talk about their teams at all. I know Didn't they, talk about their teams at all. They hate when we talk about them. Like, you know, Tom was pissed when we talked shit about them. So might as well just not talk about them at all. You know, I don't want, I don't want to risk people getting pissed. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, no, we're just trying to be nice to everybody here. Yeah, exactly. We're just trying to be polite, like compliment everybody. You guys all did great. You're all number one this week. Congrats, everybody. <laughs> Everybody's number one. Now we pretty much, we had very similar power rankings. I think there was a there were some differences in there. I put myself okay. I put myself lower. Put myself at eight. And it's uh, really yeah. I think okay if we're talking like. End of the year, A-Chan's back, Demo's not hurt anymore, Debo's not hurt anymore. Yeah, I think I got a pretty, I think I got a pretty good starting lineup for sure. Mm-hmm. But for now, yeah, I don't like my, I don't like, I don't like what's going on. I don't like what's going on with my starting lineup. But I'd say I, there's no chance I can win a game with the starting lineup. So. How can I put Alex and Anthony ahead of you when they can't beat you? That's very true, honestly. You convinced me. Am I just trying to trigger <laughs> Alex and Anthony? Maybe. 
They just, they cannot beat me. I mean, that's... that's they cannot the, beat you. That's the truth. Okay, let's just... I obviously did the power rankings in five minutes. Let's just recap, talk about each team just yeah. a little bit. Um, power rankings aren't going to change drastically in one week. We haven't been doing this back-to-back weeks very often. Um, big takeaways from next week. What do you think? Uh, next week, uh, some bads, some goods. Uh, one good thing, Jameson Williams presence that's his nickname and he is present now um so congrats congrats to him on that still not getting volumes still clearly just a long ball threat for now uh maybe he gets more involved eventually but it's clear that uh, i think right now uh amon ross st brown sam laporta those are the players that Goff is going to be targeting the most in a game uh through the air Uh, but jameson williams brings that deep threat for detroit um and it was clear in that one play he had that got him to 14 points. But besides that, rough starting Quinton Johnston. And rough that Quinton Johnston is doing absolutely nothing, despite the fact that Mike Williams is out for the year. Uh, maybe it's maybe it'll just take time for him. But it is a little discouraging to see that if you are Nick. That's for mm-hmm. sure. And the first dud yep. out of Puka. So, sorry. Sorry, Nick. It sucks for Puka. Um... Okay. Jameson Williams. Name, John, I want you to think about a wide receiver. He played for Philadelphia, mostly. He would either give you literally nothing, like one point, or he'd go for 30. Who was that player? Philadelphia? Is this like a throwback? Is a throwback player. He only retired a few years ago. No, he was in Rice Dynasty. Uh, He was in Rice Dynasty. He's famously known for a punt return against the Giants. Walked it off to win. Shit. I know where our listeners are predicting this player. The listeners probably have it. I don't have it. I don't know. Deshaun Jackson. Ah, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that. Just the fastest man in the league. Like, when he played and he got the ball, he was electric. But there were some weeks you'd just get nothing out of him. I think that is what Jamison Williams is going to become. I think he's kind of a diva, a little immature, but man, he's got so much talent that if he gets hit for a like a deep ball, he could take it against anybody. He's just so fast. Like he can stop on a dime. Like if you get him the ball in space, watch out. Do I think it's going to happen every week? No. But Jamison Williams could be a startable option from a pure boomer bust perspective. Hey, better than playing Quentin Johnson. That guy sucks. Yeah, looks like he's not not doing well so far. Mm-mm. Yeah, that sucks. Not good. Uh, the other okay. takeaway: Travis Etienne is here. Yes. Solidified it. This dude is very good, yeah. and they're giving him the ball at the goal line. That's fantastic. Yeah, they're cool. using him like crazy. Big takeaways from the Tom versus Jack game. What'd you think? Tom versus Jack. Um, I mean, I came out of here and I, you know, I don't have many takeaways. If, uh, ever, if anyone listened to the podcast last week, I think Michael has more explained to do on, on, uh, what he thinks happened here. Cause he, he, he said Thomas is number one. He said Tom was oh, going to win this. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here. I'm like, no, Jack's better than Tom and Jack's going to win this game. Um, and I, I'm not too surprised by it. Honest, uh, I uh, honestly, I, the one thing I am surprised about is Tom's team doing absolutely nothing. Uh, yeah, that 
that did surprise me. I thought I I think I even said this was going to be a high scoring bout, but mm-hmm. yeah, the past two weeks for Devonte Adams haven't haven't been great. I I don't know why he's out of the game plan all of a sudden, but because in weeks three and four he was very much just the game plan, um, and now that is not the case anymore. So that's weird to me. Um, and yeah, Justin Fields got hurt. He's going to be out next week, and Burrow is on bye next week. So that's. Very unfortunate for Tom, but I definitely think he has a little bit of a quarterback issue. I don't think Fields is going to be consistent this year, depending on which team he's playing. And Burrow is definitely still a bit a bit hurt. That offense is just not going to consistently be high-octane either. Yeah, I mean, Burrow, only one top 10 quarterback finish so far this year. Not what you like to see out of that position. Um, Rashad White, like, I don't know, man. I don't think it's going to work. Like, I think he might score a touchdown, and he's valuable sometimes. Uh, Calvin Ridley did not have a good week. He's been up and down, too. He's had, like, five-point weeks, and then he's had, like, 18-point weeks. And so, unfortunately, Tom just had one of those weeks where Chase didn't exactly go off um, like he did the week before. And even though his running backs, I thought, actually played pretty well. Uh, Kenneth Walker looked pretty good against a tough Cincinnati defense in a, in a day that they really didn't do well um, just as an offense. Like, Gino was sloppy, and Brees Hall looked good in his limited touches, got some receptions. So that was nice to see out of a guy who hasn't gotten a lot of targets so far this year. So you like that. Those are the good things. I can't say much good. You're right. Devontae Adams not being in the game plan, it's really weird. And if you look at um, – you look at Jack's game, consistency across the board. Um, nobody really over 20 even in his lineup. So to do that, score about 110, just a lunch pail week for Jack. I'm just going to show up. I'm going to get the job done. I don't have to go off. But um, even in a week where I don't score a lot of touchdowns, like you look at Pollard didn't score, Pacheco doesn't score, Ayuk, Allen has a touchdown, no touchdowns from Kelsey, Moore, or Cook, I'm still going to get it done. I'm going to be okay. So in that regard impressive consistency out of jack you're Good right sign. i do have some explaining to do uh speaking of rashad white i i was reading the uh sleeper like latest news for sean tucker and it's just like the biggest coping i've ever seen out of like the sleeper analysis or whoever or the rotowire analysis because they just straight up like say that they need to be using like Todd Bowles needs to be using Tucker. What Rashad White, not good. Keyshawn Vaughn, not good. <laughs> With no basis of like the idea that Todd Bowles has ever said that he's gonna use Sean Tucker more. They were like, the Buccaneers like, need to use Sean Tucker more. Get him in there. <laughs> like that's the news. I have him in four leagues, guys. Come on. <laughs> Come on. I, I, I picked up Tucker and I refused to drop him. <laughs> and it's not like Sean Tucker's been good. He hasn't, like, broken out. It's not like he had, like, a 70-yard run yet this year. No, like, I mean, he hasn't done anything. averaging, like, one yard a carry. He got he he actually got carries the first two games. He didn't do anything. And then, and then Todd Bowles was like, okay, I'm never going to play him again. He's not that good. He was undrafted for a reason. Clearly. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay just can't run. They just can't. Um, it's, it's Baker Mayfield just chucking the ball all over the place. And, hey, the Lions shut it down. Lions shut everybody down, though. So what are we surprised about? Yeah, I think it's time to drop Sean Tucker and pick up the real undrafted player, James Robinson, on a, on the Packers now. 
on the Packers practice squad. <laughs> Pick him hey, up. Hey, Rob. I mean, AJ Dillon is. Uh, Charlie sent me a link to AJ Dillon, Dillon's Twitch stream. I think he's. I think he's moving to esports. So Dillon's kind of done with football. You know who should go get is uh, Julio Jones on the Eagles. God, the good, the good players are finally getting signed. You know. When's uh, AB getting signed? Yeah, I need. To, oh my God! Once Jack gets AB fully unlocked, Chris is in trouble. Oh boy! Well, he's, Chris, he's got to get Fournette signed to a team. Yeah, he does. He's still got these uh, unrostered <laughs> players. <laughs> okay, let's go to uh, the Alex versus Charlie game. Um, I've got one big takeaway. And it's actually I've got two big takeaways. Both of these guys need to sell these running backs. They gotta sell them right now. And you go out and you try to get first round picks for these guys. Sorry, one more takeaway. Why the hell is Drake London not starting, Alex? Come on, man. Yeah. I mean, I, but I, I relooked over Joe Mixon as his best option. I guess. Uh, or over yeah. Brian Robinson. Like, it is hard for Alex because he has. I mean, Devontae he, Smith hasn't done anything, though. Yeah, I know. He hasn't in a while, at least. Yeah, I tried those to, are my takeaways. I tried to go buy low on Devontae Smith from Alex, but he is not low on Alex's money. So don't, don't no, go. Don't try fair. it. Don't try it. Don't even try. He's not low. Even with the latest signing of Julio Jones. See, that's the point where I think now it's breaking point. Yeah. They've clearly it, invested in Julio. Yeah, I think they clearly hate Devonta Smith. Um, I'll give you a third for him, Alex. Wow. Hey, that's what I got for Adam Thielen. True. True. Even Great after trip. Quinn, I came on here and, and Michael said you'd give a third. And I was like, I, I think he's worth a second to win a championship with him. Oh, yeah. But he Quinn Cut still scene. didn't listen to me. Third round pick. <laughs> Let's go. Still didn't listen to me, and I, there was even proof because Tom afterwards was like, "I would have given you more than that." And I'm like, yeah. "Yeah." Well, offer it. That's what I have to say. True. Tom should have offered it. Tom, come on. Put your money where your mouth is. Um, he offered me Quinn's third right after I made the trade. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, um, let me see if I can get this other trade to go through. It didn't happen, so I didn't do it. <laughs> Shit. Um. Okay. So, it was the Charlie trade. You know what we haven't talked about yet? Yeah, we need to talk about the Charlie trade. This guy! <laughs> Dang it, I'm mad again. Yeah, the Charlie trade. What? What? A t- this might be one of the most fun trading moments in league history. For me, obviously, because I, fun? I was the one that got the deal done. But Fun? <laughs> fun? Uh, yeah, it was fun for me because there wasn't much pressure on me, and I just kind of swooped it. Or I was just texting Charlie because I wasn't like involved in the deal really <laughs> like i knew i well, i kind of kept bringing it up and i get on i was like "Ooh, david montgomery gotta sell him and um i'm I, meanwhile like i know michael's going in on him i don't know who else would be i, I mentioned tom and sleeper i didn't know if he actually was going for him, for him or not but then i'm texting charlie about it and charlie and i'm like yo what's like because he messaged charlie messaged something about like a good offer or, like someone send an offer someone top this offer i got so I was like, hey, who's who's offering you? He's like, right now Tom's winning. And he said, Michael, you were losing because you couldn't you didn't have any twenty twenty four picks. He didn't like that. He didn't like the lack of twenty twenty four picks. I kinda get that. 
Yeah. But just tell me that. That's fine. Just yeah. say, hey, look, I want picks next Apparently year. Not, not great See at communicating ya. when he's training. No. All I got was a fucking winky face. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is this not good? And he sent, after, I think it was after the trade, he sent winky face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, Thanks, Charlie. That's great communication from an owner while trading. I'm sure Brad Holmes does that all the time. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, at least other people, when I'm like, hey, what do you think of this? And they're like, no, nah, I want this. And I'm like, I don't have that. And they're like, ah, well, we tried. Yeah. End of conversation. That's fine. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. But Charlie just, yeah. I mean, he's he's like, a, that, he nope. had a hot commodity on his hands. He had, he had someone he wanted to sell. And he sold him, like, kind of right in time. But at the same time, like, I was the... It's kind of good at, like, he landed with me because I'm, I want David Montgomery for next year. So I don't care that he's really injured right now. Um, whereas Tom, you mean after the Jameer Gibbs breakout, yeah, after the Jameer Gibbs breakout, um, yeah, I'm I'm very confident. I know people are immediately clowning on me because they're like, "What the fuck is John doing? He's supposed to be tanking." I'm kind of somewhere in the middle this year, and I think that's I think that's my best strategy because of the fact we might reset at any time. So my my goal right now is to get a starting lineup. If I make playoffs, have a starting lineup in playoffs that could possibly win three games in a row. I've already won four in a row, and I didn't have David Montgomery and Debo Samuel on my team. Now I'm hoping that that's possible. And if not, I have players that I think will still be good next year. David Montgomery will still be good. Hell, Jamal Williams as a 30-year-old running back was very fantasy viable on the Lions. David Montgomery as a 27-year-old running back next year. Uh, So I think he's still going to be good. I don't think Jameer Gibbs is going to take over. Um, I think Jameer Gibbs will play a very good role on this Lions team, but I don't know how fantasy... I think Nick, unfortunately, has two Lions players that are very good for the Lions, but not good for fantasy owners. So that's my take on it. I might be wrong. And I had had a plethora of picks, so I was like, maybe I could possibly, with that, with Jack's late first rounder, get another A-chan. But... It's unlikely I do. I don't think in the second round I'm going to get someone who's startable next year and a third round either. So that's what I decided to do. That's that's my thought process. Behind it. Don't get me wrong. I didn't, li- I didn't dislike the trade for you. I agree. I think this is the Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon situation all over again. This The Lions took a change of pace guy. They took him 12 overall. Look, I'm not going to question the draft pick here. I don't think it was a good pick. But you know what? They they did it. And so he's on the team, but it does not mean they have to use him if David Montgomery's better. I mean, you've seen this with Clyde Edwards-Alaire. You give a guy a few opportunities. If there's a guy in front of him that's better, it's the NFL. They don't care. They're going to play the best player because they want to make money and win games. <laughs> they want to win this a This isn't like college where like you've got to play the five-star. Like They don't care. <laughs> I mean, the Clyde, Clyde is a perfect example. Also taken in the first round. And then the Chiefs win two Super Bowls anyways, and they don't use him ever. And they don't use him. They didn't need him. <laughs> in fact, you know what? They sh- they wasted a pick. Yeah. They'll say it. Like, but they don't care because they won two Super Bowls. So They, they don't, don't care. <laughs> exactly. And if the Lions win the Super Bowl, how many people do you think are going to say, well, you know, the Jameer Gibbs pick, no, <laughs> no one's going to give a damn. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So, yeah, um, I didn't hate the trade for you. I really didn't. I think you're right. They paid Montgomery. 
He's going to be clearly a part of the offense, at a minimum in the Jamal Williams role. So far, he's been better than that because he's more efficient on the ground. Um, yeah, you have a piece that's good for the future, for, for the short term that this league is going to be alive. So I thought it was a good move for you. One of your picks, you kind of have to do what I did because you have to rebuild fast. You can't wait three years for this team. Yeah, exactly. You have to kind of get ready. And you've got enough capital over the next few years where – you, you still have three first round picks in two seconds. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't really care at the end of the day about losing though, because I yeah, I still have those. I'm just imagining it and like I traded Josh Allen for Debo, Sam Laporta, and David Montgomery, and I'm like, I like that. Yeah, you cleaned up with that. Nice job. Another instance where John just trade rapes the league. <laughs> it, all, it all started with Antonio Brown for a first. What was I doing? <laughs> Antonio Brown for a first. I think it turned out okay there. <laughs> no, I, All right. I didn't. I got screwed. <laughs> We've been too positive on you, John. You scored 45 points this week. This is the second time this year you've scored under 50 in your only two losses of the year. We like taking um, breaks. We like taking breaks here. Yes. That's fuck rebuilding. <laughs> you do really take break. George Kittle, that's a good game out of him. One catch for one yard. Nice job. Of course. Um, they, he had to make me look like a fool, and then Anthony was allowed to shit talk me again, and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> I mean, he still really can't shit talk you for that. Um, yeah, Sam Laporta kind of came down to earth, but that's just, it was a it was kind of a grimy game. Yeah. Um, he still got targeted 11 times, so I don't really mind. Exactly. Targeted 11 times for a tight end is very good. Um, Swift did not have a great game, but the Jets have a good defense. Um, I think the big storyline in this game was not that Chris did well, because he didn't do that well. I mean, he did fine. He was pretty consistent across the board with this super team that he has. Um, Because he had to bench Saquon Barkley. Life's hard, Chris. I know. (laughs) That's really tough, man. Um, Feels so bad for him. Yeah. It's Christian McCaffrey. Mm -hmm. I... um, I think it's only going to be a week without Christian McCaffrey, but you watch out for this. If McCaffrey gets banged up, this team is a lot more vulnerable. Good thing Chris has a, um, you know, he's got Quinn this week. Oh, my God. So, so he might be forced to put Saquon Barkley into his lineup. Mickey Mouse schedule. <laughs> God, this is just insane. Um, any other takeaways from your game? Not a great week. Um, yeah, not a great week for me, obviously. But, <laughs> I mean, I, I was bound to fall down to earth and without HN. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to have him back eventually. But, I mean, this is nice because we were talking about the before the podcast. I I now do have a chance to um, catch up to Quinn and Max points four over these next couple of weeks because my, my team's going to be very banged up, which is nice. 45-point week will do that. Um and then I got a win over Anthony. Uh, it was a big win. Got to three and three. Anthony falls to two and four. Uh, consistency across the board for this team. Adam Thielen with a nice game, but he was the third wide receiver on my team in scoring, and that was a beautiful thing to see. So uh, very happy with how this team performed um, overall. It was Adam, a good week. Adam Thielen, I think that's a that's going to be a great trade for you, Michael. That's going to be a great trade. Good depth pickup, and um, yeah, he's looking like. It's looking like he fits right in with Cooper Cup and Tyree Kill, I'll tell you what. Crazy to think. <laughs> He's just going to get hyper-targeted. 
which is just volume, which is kind of what I need just as a depth piece. It's like my new James Conner. Yeah. Like he just volume out of necessity. And that's beautiful. Till Mingo so. comes the rise of Jonathan Mingo. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> um, John, I'm on Ross St. Brown had a good week. Diggs had 10 catches for a hundred yards. Um, Kyle Pitts even scored a touchdown. He scored a touchdown. Congratulations, Kyle Pitts. You found the end zone. Yeah, Anthony still loses. What <laughs> should Anthony do? I don't know. I think you should you go for. A, I think you should go for a similar strategy to what I'm doing. Which uh, is maybe his best what option. What is your strategy? <laughs> I, like a mid in the middle of a tank and an all in kind of, but like an all, all in an all in for next year, a rebuild, but for next year. Mm-hmm. And that means selling your players that I mean he he has very much wanted to sell this guy Zach Moss, selling your players that look like they will be good this year, but maybe not next year. Um, which I guess who's he, gonna buy Zach Moss? I don't know. Maybe someone will buy him when if Zach Moss keeps doing this. Someone will eventually buy. I don't know how many more weeks it'll take, but if he scores over 10 again next week, maybe against Cleveland too, that's a really good defense. Maybe maybe you'll find a buyer. But obviously his snap percentage went down to 50. Um, Jonathan Taylor's clearly being involved more. Yeah, it's looking like the end of times for him possibly. So obviously everyone's going to be iffy on him. Maybe, I don't know. I think... Taylor's going to take over again, so maybe Anthony just tries to get what he can out of Zach Moss in a trade right now, because this is but this might be the most value you can get is right now. I mean, what can you get a third round pick? Yeah, probably. I'm not. No one's giving him a second for Zach Moss. Yeah. So, I mean, Zach Moss, he went to Indianapolis. He's only 25, so maybe he gets signed by a new team next year. But I think he signed a couple of year deal in Indianapolis to be the backup. Yeah. All right. Actually, uh, here's what I think you should do, Anthony. Sell everybody. Go for the lowest max points for, I swear, you still have your first round pick. Don't check. (laughs) (laughs) Just go for the lowest max points for. Um, I think that's the best best move for you at this point. Uh, So you can can get the number one overall pick because you still have that. Don't check. (laughs) Don't don't check your picks next year. But you definitely want number one overall. So. Yeah, you want to be bad, Anthony. Um, that's funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, he doesn't even have a pick, so why would he tank? Yeah. Um, I think. Yeah, you're right. He's kind of got to retool. Try to go get guys. You you don't want to go in. Do you really want to go in all in without Nick Chubb? I mean, probably not. But you got to set yourself up for next year, knowing that you don't have a pick. And, yeah. That's tough. Anthony I'm was not really sure. Anthony was trying to sell me Chubb, which I was a good landing spot for Chubb, but now I think Anthony's a good person just keep Chubb. Uh, right. Yeah. He's going to want him next year. Yeah, he's trying to win next year. At this point. Okay. This is uh, it's good to kind of break things down. Now, John, we're going to give our top five teams in the NFL. All right. Why don't you – do you want me to lead it off or do yeah, you want to lead yeah. it off? Lead it off, lead it off. Okay. So this is it's this is kind of tough. There's a lot of teams that are like five and one, four and two. Um, oh man, this is hard. 
All right, number five, give me the Buffalo Bills. Um, this team is super inconsistent, very up and down, barely beat the Giants. But you know what? They're 4-2. and two, They're still high octane. Give me Buffalo at number five. I'm curious as to what 5-1 and one team is going to be left out for you now. Mm, let's yep. see. God, I, oh, I, I am like a Bills like fan. I just love Josh Allen. But I'm leaving. I think I'm leaving him out. I, I like all these five. I think the five and one teams are all the top five for me. I will go. Okay. I will go the Dolphins at number five. I really, I like their offense. I want to see them face a good. I want to see them like. Could they beat the Chiefs? I don't know. I, I would. I I think maybe the Chiefs would beat them. I, I'm still. I'm still not convinced they're like for real against like really good teams. They've been stomping on some, like, scrubs or whatever. But, yeah. Their offense is great. Uh, but they face the Bills, they get stomped. So, yeah, I'm a little bit worried about it. Yeah, that was that was one week for Miami. Um, I don't know. I'm not, uh, I guess I'm not that low on them. Uh, number four, I'm going to go with Philadelphia. I think they can control, they can control the clock. Um, I think they can run the ball very well. Their defense is still insane when they are fully healthy. Uh, they just get after you. I don't think they've looked right, so that's why I've got them at four. Um, but, yeah, I think they, they can still just wear on you. Like that game against the Rams, they just wore on them, just slowly just grinded that game out. So I'll put them at four for now. Um, I'll put... Put the Chiefs at four. The Chiefs look a little incomplete this year. I, I don't know what's different. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just looks... They still look good, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't look like the usual Chiefs to me. A little more, yeah. shake, little more shaky. So I'll, I'll put I would four. agree. I mean, they're still I, fourth. They're still fourth best team in the NFL. But. <laughs> I t- totally agree. They have not looked that well, uh, that strong so far. Um at three, give me the Detroit Football Lions. Um, this is a team that has played very well out of one outside of one game against Seattle. Um, they've played. They went to Kansas City and won. Um, they had to go to Green Bay and they just throttled them. But now I think there's a there's a three game stretch where I think um, it's going to be telling the game at the Ravens is going to be tough and they have to fly cross country and play the chargers. Those are going to be games where I can really find out what this team is made of. Are they going to be, um, you know, one seed material or are they going to be pretty average? Um, in other words, like a 12 and five kind of middle tier division winner. So we'll find out They're number three right now. I mean, they're obviously going to beat the chargers because me and Charlie are going to be there to root them on. Wow. Um, all right, number three for me. Um, I'll go. I'll go with the Niners. Ooh, Niners at three. And it's mainly, okay. I mean, obviously, both the Eagles and Niners had pretty embarrassing losses this past week. I was embarrassed for both of them, but I think mm-hmm. the one against the Browns was a little more telling for me. I think. Brock Purdy is a little more of a weakness for the 49ers than I thought he would be. 
And I think the Browns kind of exposed that a bit this week. Uh, and I think teams might uh, take note. They're not going to have as good of a defense of, of, as the Browns, but I think the teams that do have a defense that's around that area um, can kind of just copy the Browns' homework and 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 make Brock, Brock Purdy look a little human because he's clearly a he's kind of a systematic QB in my mind here. And the 49ers have a great system, um, but he's still young. This is his second year, folks. So I think teams can expose that. I agree that teams can expose that. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Miami at number two for me. Um, I think this team is just so explosive. I, I know they lost to Buffalo. That was In the NFL, you're going to have emotional highs and emotional lows. There's not as much at stake as in college where, like, in college, like, you, you almost have to get up, like, only a few times a week. Like, the NFL, you have to get up every week, so there's going to be lulls, like, and I think going to Buffalo was really tough for this team. But look at look at Sunday night, like the predicted line, like Eagles only minus two at home. That tells you all you need to know. That tells you how good they think the Dolphins are. Um, this team is legit. They can just move the ball so well. They are banged up. So without A-Chain, they're two. Um, they're still just so explosive. The fact that they can run the ball makes them so much better than they were last year. Mostert, too good. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I at, two now? Two. Obviously, the Eagles. We know who's number one. But yeah, the Eagles. Oh, my gosh. The Eagles, number two. Um, wow. <laughs> I mean, are you really surprised, Michael? Not even, not even a little bit. Um, <laughs> not even a little bit. San Francisco's number one for me. Um, I know they just slipped up last week, but come on. They have a plus 97 point differential. <laughs> That's, That's pretty insane. good. insane. That's pretty good. That is insane. No one else. Uh, the Bills have a plus eighty four, but they've like. It's so like still they still like, have embarrassing losses. The, oh my god! Right. The Bills' defense, eighty nine points given up. That's nice. Yeah, Bills' defense has been pretty good. You know who's been better? The only team that's been better, San Francisco's defense. Uh, yes, they just went out and the lost Browns' to a defense quarter. has only seventy seven points. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I forgot. I forgot to look that low in the division ranking. Because <laughs> um, they only have 95 points scored. So, <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, 49ers are still a wagon. It took a Christian McCaffrey injury. It took a Debo Samuel no. injury. It took rain, sloppy field, and a missed field goal for them to lose a game. Um, if it takes that much to lose just one game to a good Cleveland team... And I know you're gonna say, okay, they didn't have Deshaun Watson. They were they would have been worse with Deshaun yeah, Watson. No, Deshaun, Deshaun Watson sucks. He is He's a, terrible. Him and PJ Walker, same level. It's really not that much of a difference. <laughs> like, like you could put Brock Purdy and switch it. He'd be better. Like Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's terrible. Yeah. He's not good. I He's agree. not good at football right now. So anyway, um, yeah, they're still number one for me. They're just a wagon. Yeah, Niners are good. Um, but I think that top six is, is pretty nuts. I'm still not sure about the Cowboys, though. Yes, I did leave off the Chiefs. Yes, you did. Uh, which I think is fair. Yeah. I think it's fair. I, I, I mean, I'm sorry. Wins over the Jets in a close game. Like, you lost to the Lions at home, so I can't put you ahead of them. I know you didn't have Kelsey, but you were at home. Like, that kind of evens out for me. Arrowhead's a big home field advantage. 
Um, you barely beat the Broncos last week. If the Broncos, if the Broncos had a pulse, they would have beaten you. You struggled against the Vikings. You kind of struggled against the Jags. Like these are like the Jags weren't playing well then, and the rest of these teams aren't that good that you've beaten. So show me something. I'm sorry. I know you're the Super Bowl champs, but show me something. Go yeah. beat Miami in a few weeks. Go beat the Chargers this week. Feels like they got the Super Bowl hangover for sure. Yeah. They've got a few games coming up. They got the Eagles, the Chargers, and the uh Dolphins coming up. They'll they'll be able to get their way back into this top five. Definitely. John, the uh, Rice Times locks of the week. I am 1-0-1. I took Houston last week at home against the Saints coming off of um, a massacre of the Patriots, and we won with that pick. Um, I liked the uh, Texans coming home, and um, that was that was a win. You went 1-1. One one. Uh, you picked the Bears, which was disgusting. Justin <laughs> Fields dislocated his thumb, so can't blame you too much for that. And then you took your Detroit Lions. They got an impressive win against the Bucks. Hell yeah! Forgot I took the Lions. I was told yeah, to never. Picks. Was told never to to bet against the Lions or never to bet on the Lions, and I did it. You did it. Are you gonna do it again this week? Yeah, I don't know. I'm scared. Okay. Every every week I've that's what I've said like the past four weeks. I feel like I've been like I'm scared this week. So maybe they'll prove me wrong again, but this week I'm actually scared. So. Fair. <laughs> Who are you going to bet on this week? Who am I going to bet on this week? You go first. All right. The Bears. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Bears plus three against the Raiders. I hate my life bet of the week. Um, no, I'm not watching that game. Brian Hoyer playing against whoever the hell Justin Fields backup is. <laughs> That's disgusting football. Great game, no. great game. <laughs> Great game. Um, oh, man. These these are tight lines, man. It's the NFL. They're always tight lines. Um, I'm going to do something that I usually don't do, and I'm going to take a road team. Ooh. Dolphins, plus two, traveling to the Eagles on Sunday night football. Eagles only minus two. It looks way too easy. Take Philadelphia. They're the home team. Super Bowl. Darling. Nope. Just kidding. Mike McDaniel coming in with a sledgehammer. Wow. Just going to show the Eagles they're not that good. Yes, they're off a loss. Here's two in a row. You're welcome. Signed off by the Dolphins. Fins up. Fins up, huh? Could happen. Could happen. The Philadelphia fans are going to be too excited. The Phillies are going to be at the World Series in the World Series. It's going to be going nuts over in Philly. Um, all right, my turn to pick. I, I'm going to take the Packers minus one. John, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't make that pick. I, why are they only minus one at Denver? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> I know. It that's doesn't why make sense. They're begging you to take Green Bay. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, why is why are the Denver's only Don't do this? The Denver Broncos are only plus one. What does Vegas know? What do they know? They know that Jordan Love sucks. <laughs> and they know Don't do like this. It's the worst the worst team in this league that is phoning it in at this point. The defense sucks ass. What like come on. What's happening here? I, John, I, don't do I, this. I gotta take the Packers. I gotta. Fine. You know what? I'm changing my pick. What? You're taking the Broncos? I'm changing my pick. 
The Broncos look like the easiest play on this board to me. Really? Yes, but I, I'm going to change my pick, and I'm going to go similar storyline. The Giants. Okay. At home. Plus, plus two. two to the Commanders. Daniel Jones might not play. This team's gutted. So many injuries. Why are they only a two-point? Oh, screw it. Fine. Give me the Broncos. I'm going against you. <laughs> You're right. wrong here. All right. The Let's... Broncos are the play. I want to see it. Packers fan bets against the Packers. <laughs> I'm betting against them. <laughs> the Broncos are the easiest play on this board. Right. For my fandom, I hope the Packers do not go into Denver and lose. I don't know if I can handle that with how bad Michigan State's going to lose on Saturday. Yeah, I, I just can't. I didn't want to even bring that game up on this podcast, but man. I mean, I noticed it was too juicy for me to know to, to not bring up. I was like, well, what is going on here? Vegas, Vegas. That's the weirdest line of the week. Vegas knows something. They know something, and Denver's <laughs> going to win this game. I'm just telling you Denver's going to win this oh, game. Boy. Don't do this. That'll, Go with me. Go with the hey, Broncos. That'll be great for the NFC North standings. Uh, I'll take an even bigger lead. So you're still going to bet the pack, and I'm going to bet the Broncos. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, Fourth-round pick bet? Fourth-round pick bet? All right, deal. Deal. Okay. <laughs> Godspeed. We're betting Broncos-Packers. I, I will. I will note that if if Michael loses this, all his uh, are all your twenty twenty four picks gone. <laughs> all my picks are gone. <laughs> Boy, I'm gonna stack these picks one week at a time. When the Broncos pull out a twenty four to eight win over the Packers, it's gonna be awesome. God. Right after Michigan State loses fifty two to two. Oh. Yeah, Michigan Michigan State's not pretty to watch right now. No, that's really tough to watch. Shout out Rutgers. Shout out Punter. Uh, shout out Harlan Barnett. Onside kick formations with eight minutes to go up by three points. Okay. Yeah. Well, not a good time to be rebuilding our team either when we all of a sudden have to play a bunch of uh, Pac-12 teams. That's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. Let's play, let's play some more hard teams. That's what we need right now. There's only one man that can save this. Urban Meyer. He's coming. Okay. <laughs> Urban Meyer's on his way right now. He's on his way. Plane he's, tracker. He's, dri- he's driving up. It's taking him a while. He's he's, he's, he's pee- he has to pee a lot. It's taking him a bit. <laughs> well, he does like to stop at bars and meet up with women. <laughs> yeah, let's go for another sexual predator. That's all we need. That's all, that's all we need. Okay. Um, let's predict our games. This is a fantasy football podcast, and we haven't talked about fantasy football in about 10 minutes. Embarrassing for us. It is embarrassing. All right. Um, I think I'm the game of the week again. So let's go with Chris versus Quinn. Um, This is not going to be competitive. Yeah, this is uh, embarrassing for Chris. Just play a good team, Chris. Like, are you scared, man? You going to play anybody, Chris? Come on. All right. Um... In what's a surprisingly close matchup right now, we have Tom versus Alex. Um, Alex currently starting Joe Mixon, who's on a bye, so I assume he's going to put in Drake London over one of these people. That would be a good assumption. So let's say Alex gets another 11 points, which means he's currently favored. Tom starting Gardner Minshew. Let's go! You can have uh, Russell Wilson if you want some. Wow, Gardner <laughs> Minshew projected nine points at the quarterback spot playing Cleveland. That's uh, that's tough. That's a good prediction. Uh, maybe not good enough. <laughs> maybe maybe uh, six. I'm Too thinking high? like a five point game for Minshew. Maybe 
Too high. <laughs> Too high of a prediction from Sleeper. I gotta get uh-huh. these. In, they gotta get these in line. Yeah, unfortunate week for um, Mr. Uh, Tom Byron. Bengals. Bengals bye week has always been a rough one for him. Yes. Uh, so you're going, Alex. Alex should win this game. I I hope. I mean, yeah. Now, Alex is in an interesting position. I wonder what he does this year. I think he sees well the next few weeks goes. If this is a if this is a win for Alex, he's in decent shape. Four and three, not yeah. bad. Um, okay, Anthony versus Charlie in the Anthony. Could it get any worse? Game of the week. <laughs> it could, Anthony. Oh God. You know what? It won't. Uh, Kyron Williams is not going to play this week. And Charlie's currently starting him. His next option would be uh, Damian Harris, who got hospitalized this week. Or um, Trey McBride. Trey McBride is here. Hear me out. 62 yards last week. The, the pick is finally paying off, folks. You can't start him at running back. Oh, God. He <laughs> needs a running back. Damn it. Ah. Uh, Maybe sleeper will change him to a running back, like a Cordero Patterson situation. <laughs> His only hope is that Jamal Williams comes off IR somehow. Yeah, maybe play. I guess KJ Osborne. Maybe he can't play running back. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> he needs a running back. He's right, starting he's four gotta, wide receivers right now. <laughs> Charlie got to pick up a running back. He's got to pick up <laughs> Zach Evans. Thanks for telling him, John. Charlie, Put all your fab I, into Zach Evans. I know you're listening. Pick up Zach Evans. This is your only chance, or else you're kicked out of the league for throwing. Wow. <laughs> you're going to kick him out of the league. Yeah, because he's, be he's purposely throwing. He doesn't have a running back he can play. You mean because he only trades with you? Okay, Anthony Ooh. bounce back. He's going to pull this off. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be ugly. I'm talking like 80, for, 80 to 70 kind of win. Wow. It's going to be a sad win for him. <laughs> Does have to play, uh, yeah. He's playing Josh Downs this week. He's giving him the go. <laughs> that is really tough. Uh, John, you're playing uh, Nick. And Nick needs this win if he's going to make playoffs. Jamison Williams in the starting lineup. You absolutely love to see that. He's probably getting Aaron Jones back. That's a big boost. Um, for that reason, I'm going to pick Nick to win this game. Wow, embarrassing pick. Wait a second. Russell Wilson's playing Green Bay. Oh, really? You know they're winning this game. <laughs> and they're gonna win. You said they would win 28 what? 28 to 8. Hey, Russ, Russ, hey, Russ, let Russ cook. You know, he's only on one bad week this year, all right? <laughs> I can't believe Quinn dropped him. He just he said, John, you want to win? You want you want a quarterback that'll help you win? Here you go. And I was like, okay. Oh, man. Uh, I don't know how I could possibly pick you this week. You're starting JSN. You're starting Raheem Shahid. <laughs> this is the week JSN breaks out. I'm not doing this out of necessity, Michael. All right, this is out of uh, me being smart. I could you start Chase Claypool. I could start Claypool. I could start Tutu Atwell. I could start Calvin Austin. But I'm deciding JSN is the move this week. He's the move. Okay, Nick's gonna win. All right, game of the week. By far and away the best matchup of the week. Um. <laughs> That's a great message Nick from just Nick. Text- we just got. <laughs> you want to read that? <laughs> it's, all right, Nick just messaged. It's so frustrating knowing I'm just two to three Christian McCaffrey's away from being a contender. I mean, that is... I think anybody is. So is Charlie. Yeah, I think we're all, yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to that. Besides Chris. Yeah. He <laughs> he could lose Christian McCaffrey and he's still a contender. Yep, he's still got about six, six McCaffrey's on his bench. He's good. 
<laughs> He's only got Jonathan Taylor on his bench. Okay. Um, I've got Jack this week in the... This is another big game. This is a you-better-show-up kind of week for me. And I've got a lot of people on by. Um, not good. He's got Pollard on by. Um, he's got Sanders on by. But still, he's he's got some decent depth. I have decent depth. This is going to be a tough one. John, I'm going to let you pick first. Mm. You might go out or you can't decide. Uh, <laughs> this is hard. Um, this is hard. I'm going to go with you, Michael. I think you're you're due for a win streak. So oh I'm, my gosh, don't do that to me. Sorry. <laughs> this is just like my Packers pick. I'm, I'm, screw, I'm screwing over the Packers. Now I'm screwing over you. Oh, man. Javante plays Green Bay, though. Yeah. True. <laughs> uh, no, I think, yeah. I, I think you're due for a nice little winning streak. I mean, Cooper Cup, Tyree Kill is just so dang hard to beat. Think, Can uh, Javante Williams finally just fall into the end zone somehow? Just, yeah, one I gotta question. hope that happens. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick myself. I, I think Josh Allen being questionable, playing New England, that might help yeah. me. Even though New England's look terrible this year, so don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, but that might um, that might mean they just don't play him or like try to rest him. I don't need him. That would him. be awesome. It'd be great. No Josh Allen. He's got to play Derek Carr. That'd be that'd be pretty beautiful. Oh, beep beep. Um, twenty points. Beep, beep. Twenty points. Two weeks in a row. Too good. Carr coming through. <laughs> it's Mister Consistency, Derek Carr. Yeah. Um, yeah, would not love that, but yeah, I think. Man, he has so many Buffalo players. You realize that? All in on the Bills. Gabe Davis, James Cook, and Josh Allen. Like yeah, New England, please, for the love of God. Like Just I, make this like a thirteen to seven game. Like how I last week I gave Gabe Davis credit and then he fucking scored one point six points to make me look like an idiot. So thanks, don't worry, Gabe. in classic Gabe Davis Davis faction, he'll go for like thirty eight this week. Oh yeah, thirty eight and about four touchdowns. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, and they're gonna one of them's gonna be thrown by James Cook just to like <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Just the steal Derrick Henry's just the steal steal Derrick Henry's thing while he's on by. The truth is, if I can get through this week, I'm in a good position to Mickey move myself Mouse, up in the standings. Mickey Mouse schedule after that. Okay. I, I have a little bit of a I get Quinn and then I get Alex and then I get you. Not to look ahead. We gotta take care of Jack first, and then I get Charlie. So then after that, I only have Alex as my hardest matchup for four weeks. That could be really nice. Um, could get on a bit of a winning streak there. Got to get through this week first. We will see. We will see. Okay, John, anything else you want to add to this episode? We were pretty comprehensive here. Got through a lot. Oh, yeah. I think we covered uh, everybody. Yeah. I'm good. Nothing else to add. Cool. Fastest power rankings ever. And uh, here we go. Broncos plus one.